The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children. Anyone who has made a sex worker sign a non-disclosure agreement or formerly respected members of the community who have said all lives matter and then doubled down on it. In any event, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to a Harry Prone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. And I'm Lansing Mike. And unfortunately, Boy Fargo is not with us today. Had a bit of a conflict and, yeah, wasn't able to make it back home and back to his computer in ah. time. So we we miss him. We, we wish him well. Um, and, yeah, it, if you have him on Facebook, take a look at the, the garden um that he has set up recently he's he's been doing really well at that i think um, i think a lot of lawns have been getting a lot of special loving care throughout this uh, last few months <laughs> i've been seeing lots of posts about look what i did and look what i did and it's like that's very nice <laughs> yes that jeez what what a couple of weeks it's been oh god yeah it, it, everything's falling apart and you know as a, a, as a group of white guys really there's not a lot we should be saying about it, but oh, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things that's. I think the the core thing is actually the, you know the police brutality period that it's being focused on a group that you know yes but we're all in solidarity against the brutality that's been focused on you know. Pretty much one group. Um, yeah. I mean, and then, you know, we think of it as like, well, why can we, you know, why should we be in solidarity? Well, 51 years ago this month, um, yeah, we were the group that was getting, uh, you know, the police, you know, being all like, hey, here's some fags we can, you know, deal with and have fun with and justify a Friday night on. And yeah. it didn't work out. And then there was like, you know, three nights of uh, hijinks and gay liberation. Yeah. <laughs> coming but that was it starting yep the the first pride was a riot and yeah i've had to um trim my my facebook friends list um you know i've tried educating the the young ones who don't know what stonewall was and yeah it uh it, well it, and even stonewall awesome. i mean the story of stonewall the oh sorry that's I'm actually doing work at work today. <laughs> wow, what a concept. Well, it's been busy, and I'm like, okay, this works. I'll be on Sunday. And it's like, oh, shoot, there's things that need to be done, and, and beeps and sprungs. Yeah. Um, no, the, um, you know, I know that, you know, my concept of Stonewall, you know, as a, you know, coming out as a gay man was very different than what the actual history was, you know. I had this, you know, I, I, there's a movie, Stonewall, that's, you know, all these, you know, young Ooh. gay white guys who and all the horrible things that happened to them and then the night of it and it's like that's kind of whitewashing actually and, you know the more i've heard about the actual people who were there and you know start throwing things and stuff it's like yeah it was it was a kind of a different thing than even the history i was being taught was so it's like it's it's always i mean history is we always have to kind of learn it relearn it and figure it out yeah but we're the weird thing, well, not the weird thing. The thing is, we are in history now. This is scary times, but also kind of exciting. Who knows what will change, I hope. I mean, from the, you know, the pandemic, but also the protests. It's like, you know, this is the time for us to kind of think about what's working, what's not, and let's move on. Which is kind of personally how I've been dealing with the, uh, the pandemic. I mean, the personal thing is, yeah, what what are the things that I miss and what are the things I don't miss? And I noticed that now that things are opening up again um, and like opening up again and also like things are happening again. And it's like my schedule, it's like, Oh, things are actually showing up on my schedule to do. I'm like, okay, now's the time to kind of figure out what to, what to cut and what to, you know, be a part of. Yeah. Well, so um, I sadly announced I'm resigning from the, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is not a thing that takes up. This gives me, this gives me spoons for the little okay. amount 
actually have to do on it, I get much back. Unlike poor Sir Arcane, who's the one who has to listen to us um and ah and sniffle and cut it all out and do all the really heavy lifting. So, well, I'm, I'm happy to do it and happy to make us sound better than we really are. Oh, uh, God, that's a job. Yeah. Um, speaking of the, the virus and cutting things out, it was reported in the outpost today that the out bar will not be reopening. Oh, yeah. The, the new owners um, had gutted the place um, shortly before the shutdown, and they've announced that, nope, the bar is not going to reopen. Um, they will be returning um, the trademark to the previous owners for them to do whatever they want with it. So there may be another out bar somewhere in Ann Arbor in the future but yeah at that location nope and that means that ann arbor no longer has a full-time gay bar it's got the necto that does a regular gay night and i think one other bar in town uh also has uh, you know gay nights but yeah i'll miss it i had a lot of fun and but, yeah that, just that little group of businesses right there with the the bookstore store and yeah that was a nice little kind of little gay enclave kind of in that whole courtyard area and yeah i mean i i like outbar was interesting um i miss common language more because you know nerd yeah no <laughs> but uh yeah that's sad that's sad to hear about that because yeah there's you know, I've, I've been seeing a few, I've already heard of a couple, you know, restaurants I liked here in Lansing that, you know, I would go to semi-regularly that are not coming back after all this. So it's like, ouch, okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like, ah. Uh, um, yeah, but no, things are starting to reopen. Um, I mean, the uh, the campgrounds, as of Friday, I know Camp it is back up to, you know, pool and tenting and the common bathrooms are open. So it's kind of back to... You know what it was before. They have new, um, you know, protocols for. Uh, they call it uh, what do they call it? The space age because you're all maintaining space from each other. <laughs> and they have some uh, drag queens who are all in 1950s, you know, uh, tin foil and all that kind of uh, retro and big hoop shirts. Yes, and doing <laughs> PSAs on it. I have not watched any, but it's like okay, well, that's that's taking this and you know, like yeah doing something with it. Yeah. Um, I believe Creek Ridge is open. and uh, It will be. Uh, Creek oh, okay. Ridge, yeah, Creek Ridge is opening Monday uh, um, okay. when the, the first set or when the next set of restrictions officially okay. lift. Okay. Um, and then they're going to be having uh, a conversation session next Saturday at 2 p.m. that I want to attend. Um, and hell, I just want to go to Creek Ridge again because um, it's a lot of fun. And I promised um, Boy Fargo that if next weekend is um, is good weather, that I would give him his birthday floggings on the Creek Ridge uh, oh. St. Andrew's Cross. I, yeah. I said, I said, I'll flog you until you say stop or my arm gets tired. And if my arm happens to get tired before you say stop, I'll find somebody to take over. <laughs> yeah, I know um, one of my friends who um, is in my running group. Uh, yeah, he, I was talking about camping. He just talked about a new tent and looking forward to it. So, yeah, when I finally make it to Creek Ridge myself, I need to give him a call and say, hey, it's like, uh, let's go. Yeah. I have a feeling Fort Dix is going to be quite popular. The, Which one is that? Is that the glory hole yeah, section? Yeah, that, that's that's okay. the glory hole section in the back forty. I mean, yeah. it, it's not, you know, it's not physical distance distancing, but there's a barrier there to help prevent the the spread, sort of. Well, as long as, long as you, you know, uh, maybe if they have like you know, alcohol wipes or hand sanitizer, or, you know, rebranded Dick sanitizer. And, <laughs> have no open sores or cuts on your penis when you lather it up with alcohol gel you'll find out <laughs> yeah you'll, you'll find out and 
you know, if, if you have open sores on your dick, you probably shouldn't be fucking anyway. So that means you should sanitize your penis before and after the blowjobs. Oh, flavored sanitizer. That's what we need in the world. Sure. I think that would work fine for the ethanol-based sanitizers as opposed to the isopropyl ones. Yeah. That, that, that could work. Well, I mean, yeah, there's uh, the distillery next to my job. Uh, they, their sanitizer just smells like vodka. It's wonderful. Cool. Yeah, so it, yeah, in, instead of, you know, naked cocktails, you know, it, you know, naked, naked flavored sanitizer. I'm like, mm. well, I was thinking of that myself because someone on Grinder said hi to me, and it's someone I've played with in the past. And I was like, and they never quite came out and said, um, you know, hey, uh, you know, let's hook up. But they're mm-hmm. heavily hinting at it. And I was like, and I'm partially clueless, but also I was like, okay, unless you actually say you want to get together. I don't want to like say, hey, you want me to come over? And then you suddenly say, oh, I didn't mean that. It's like, I'm that paranoid reaction yeah. first. But also I'm like, this was just like this last week. I'm like, yeah, how comfortable do I feel? Because mm-hmm. you know, things are lightening up, but there's going to be intimacies and I want to put my mouth on places. And, you know, it's like, and then I'm like, well, and I was like hemming and hawing, but then, um, but then radio silence and he was offline and then I heard nothing from him after I kind of sent back a very racy text back, kind of giving the idea. It's like, yeah, maybe I'm up for this, but not all right saying it myself. And it's like, okay, I don't know. It will be interesting as the restrictions lift to see how comfortable people are, you know, just yeah. in general with restaurants and movies. Oh yeah. I know I have my coworker. She, she doesn't like crowds to begin with. And she's like, no, Restaurants are not a thing she needs to deal with until, like, for her, it's like, I, this is a good excuse not to even go into a restaurant for months still. She's like, why? Um, which led to a family argument when they're talking about, well, we're, we're going to go for Father's Day. And she's like, I'm not. And they're like, well, but, but, but it'll be open. She's like, and I don't want to be there. Yeah, um, no, the, the numbers aren't quite good enough. I mean, I've said that I will probably be wearing a mask in public at least through winter. I mean, and figure, you know, in, you know, come October or such when there's standard flu season, hey, it'll probably help with that too. So I just like masks. I think they're stylish and, you know, they're like bumper stickers for your face. You can say so many things with them. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of really neat uh, face masks, but I'm like, I want to get that one, but would I really wear it to the grocery store or to work? <laughs> Probably not, but yeah. It, I'll, I'll, oh, there's definitely some, yeah, in your face ones I think would be appropriate for wearing downtown during certain events. And oh, yeah. Like yeah. yeah. But um, I know, speaking of being downtown, and um, I went downtown to get uh, lunch one day, and this very cute young man, blonde, uh, came out of a establishment, and I think he was the delivery person because he was wearing their shirt and their hat. And he had a face mask on black, and it had this white cross on it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then he said something to me as I'm walking by him, and I, like, didn't hear him. He pulls down the mask, and he said, you know, you know, may the Lord shine on you, and, you know, Jesus keep you in his arms. I'm like, okay. Oh, Thank well. Thank you? No, it, it did lead me into my typical response, which is like, first of all, you're a stranger. Please don't talk to me. And um, second of all, it's like, oh, you've opened yourself up. You're trying to evangelize me. So I'm like, no, God's a tyrant. He's the father who will not allow us to grow up down with him. And he was so like, what, what, what? And then he's like, no, <laughs> died for your sins. I'm like, Jesus suffered three days and then he went to heaven. Okay, I know people have suffered decades. And he was like, uh, uh, but his blood washed away your sins. I'm like, it's my sins. I get to keep them, but you'll be in hell. And I'm like, that's where all my friends are. This being said, as I'm walking away, getting back to my car, and he's just like, and then he was still talking for at least a half a block. I could hear him behind me. I'm like, child, no. And that was me on low level. I didn't even talk about, yes, we want to go to hell because that's where we're staging the revolution, which, oh my gosh, is a thing now. That's a thing on Twitter now. It's like, I guess that's an Antifa, Antifa <laughs> thing to storm God, to storm heaven and dethrone God. It was on Fox. News, I believe. <laughs> I'm like, what is all this on Twitter? And it's like, oh, interesting. So how did I know? No, it's yeah. it, it's not even what I really believe in. I mean, 
yeah, I'm basically an agnostic atheist. I don't believe in God, but I also don't believe there's any way you could prove there's no God. And if you're devout, I have very devout friends who I actually respect their opinions because, but they kind of keep it to themselves. I'm like, fair enough, you know, but this guy wasn't keeping it to himself. And also it's just a heartbreak because like, oh, child, you're cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cute like the Mormon boys that come knocking on my door. Oh, always, so, always. Yeah. You know, so that, that, that was then giving me full mic, as I put it. Um, yeah. But just don't approach me in public. I'm not a good human being. <laughs> well, I do have some. Yeah, I, I do have some more fun gossip. Oh, please, yes, because earlier when our governor allowed gatherings of ten or fewer people, I went and saw a swing bear, and uh, yes, had a wonderful time with him. I had one thing I had promised him that I was not able to do in our previous encounter was give him a good throat fucking. So this time I was like, when I come in, I want you on your bed with your head off the edge, blindfolded. And yeah, I'm just going to go to town, be nice and relaxed. So absolutely did that. And it was so nice just watching him as I'm fucking his throat and really not doing that much more stimulation to him see him get this massive throbbing heart on just from a good throat fucking. I'm like, yes, I'm doing something right. <laughs> Aww. Aww. It's, it's always nice to get good feedback. It, it is. It, it shows that, you know, you're, you're doing something right, that you, you've got good technique. So, yeah. Uh, and I've been able to see uh, the improvements that he has done to his dungeon. Ooh, um, for the next naked potluck, whenever that happens to be, be it in a month or in two years, depending on how things go. Uh, there's been some more um, padding put down. Um, and he oh, has, like for people to kneel and be like on their knees or? Yeah, to, to kneel and be on, on their knees. And his dungeon is also in the basement, so it gets your feet up, up off the cold concrete oh. um, or whatever else you happen to have on the floor besides your feet. And he has also picked up uh, inflatable uh, pool, sort oh. of. So, because he enjoys some yellow play now. Ah, uh, yes. He's able to keep that contained uh, on the inflated play sheet and then, you know, carefully wiggle it over to the floor drain and dump it out. Or, oh. uh, and then he's got a shower right down there uh, to rinse it off and you know let it dry. I, I know a friend who has a uh, a horse trough. You know, for you know, you put water in there and have mm -hmm. livestock uh, drink out of it. Um, specifically for that reason, to like, hey, I I can just be in here and have a whole bunch of guys stand around me and and contribute to my fun because he's heavily into yellow. And the funny thing is, like, okay, I remember him telling me this when he bought it and showed it to me. I was like, that's cool. And, uh, but he was showing it to me when it was full of ice and beverages for a party. <laughs> I'm like, aw. Different like, kind of party. Yes. I don't think he had used it for its intended purpose yet. So he was like, yeah, might as well use it for this while I have it. And I was like, eh, as long as you rinse it out. Yeah. And I mean, the, his dungeon is coming along nicely. You know, he's got the sling and the rim seat. He's got a rack of toys. Yeah, with that name, he has to have at least, you know, several slings. <laughs> and uh, television playing porn. Um, next next thing on the to-do, because a dungeon is never done. Uh, and um, next on the list of to-do is to improve the lighting of the space. To, to get the right balance between More mood... mood and being able to see what and who you're doing. Um, you know, being completely pitch black, probably not the best idea, and having a couple of hundred watts in the ceiling on full blast. Also, yeah, not not quite. I'm, you, you need those lights that are like the LED ones that have different colors and intensities, and then you have it hooked up to your Alexa or whatever, whatever thing. And, and they also, you, first of all, you rename your Alexa computer. <laughs> 
It's like <laughs> computer dungeon lighting three. And then it goes all red and throbby. And then it's like, you know, man, just like that. Make it, make it Star Trek. Hollow deck that thing. That, yeah. And replace the voice with someone doing a reasonable Majel Barrett impression. Uh, uh, part, part of the trick of, course is getting the electrical and the wiring just right but you know that, that's part of the fun and part of the challenge uh, of it all so yeah I'm looking forward to see what he does next and having a full you know party there rather than just one-on-one -on -one, as well as the one-on-ones are do like to have more and I miss the other guys that have been there and I need to take you Mike and I need to take Fargo that might have to tie him up and throw him in the trunk to get him there. Uh, but yeah, I need to have the whole crew in that space um, to enjoy it. And yes, I know that eventually I'll get to one of those potlucks. I just have to figure out what I'm bringing. <laughs> but you can bring always, yourself. You can bring ice. No, you know, ah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring the chips or the two liters of pop. Yeah, that's the bachelor thing that gets brought to a. I'll bring the paper plates. Um, no, it's like I do feel that you know it'd be nice to you know bring something decent. And, but you know, talk about performance anxiety. Not only are you worried about what you're going to do sexually, but also like, hmm, what will they think of my potato salad? Which I would never because I don't like potato salad. Thank you very much. As long as your potato salad doesn't have raisins in it, you'll be fine. Ugh, raisins and potato salad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it'll be interesting. Yeah, like, so the campground's reopening. I was like, thing, I'm going to avoid that. But then I was like, eh, you know, I enjoy the campgrounds even without frolicking. I mean, it's nice camping. Yeah. And, and you're doing it to socialize and talk to people and see and be seen. And, you know, and for me, it might even be a bit of a relax to um, uh, the, uh, you know, just not have the, obligation of trying to get frisky with anyone or you know just to just to enjoy the campground as a campground and have that as an excuse not to like have to worry about that and i'm like I, that might actually be relaxing yeah and you know get get outside get some more vitamin d i you know, i need to do that more often myself but yeah and try out my new tent because i have a new tent and yes so so yeah i think uh yeah tell me yeah whatever weekend you plan i Maybe I'll try and be that weekend myself. <laughs> Although, like I said, I'm realizing weekends are starting to fill up with stuff. I'm like, oh, no, it's begun. Yeah, it has begun. Now, my, my plan is this upcoming first weekend because I want to be part of that planning conversation on Saturday. Okay, so they're going to have an in-person conversation about stuff. It's yeah, about what, yeah, about what the rest okay. of the season would look like. Uh, okay. You know, get, given the current times and situation, that's Saturday at two. Um, okay, and that's uh, on the the thirteenth. Yes, on the thirteenth. Okay. okay. Yeah, Saturday at two uh, on the thirteenth at the volleyball court, ah, uh, so okay. so that everybody can spread out mm -hmm. there. Um, yeah, and yeah, I just yeah, I'm want to get back there. Um, so okay. Mike, do you have uh, any naughty fun times in the past two weeks you can report on? As no, my gossip was just being tempted by people on Grinder. It's like, oh, well, should I? And it's like, oh, okay, it, it didn't happen. Yeah, not not quite yet. Okay, well, moving forward on to oh the expert portion, but before that, I wanted to report that we were. I was thinking that we were going to have a report about uh, Virtual Claw 2, mm -hmm. uh, which happened since our last reporting. I okay. didn't attend because only one of the classes seemed interesting, and that was Flogging 102. Um, but I already have enough flogging stuff that I need to try out from Flogging 101. So I was like, eh, no, I won't go. Um, Fargo was planning on going, but he had a conflict that weekend as well. Yeah, so that yet. was the last. Uh, that was the last weekend of May. They had that. Yes. Yeah. So is there another one planned? It's like they had two kind of pretty close. Uh, I have not seen any communication from Clawcorp as if there's going to be another one. Um, I'll keep an eye out on their Twitter where they tend to announce these things, and I'm on the Claw mailing list. 
Now, is CLAW still happening in fall? That's, yeah, they are still planning to have the in-person CLAW in November. Okay, because I do know, I think IML has officially been canceled for even the September move. I thought I heard that that got canceled. Uh, yeah, you not, heard that? I, I've, I've heard conflicting things. I, had, okay. I, I wasn't planning on attending IML anyway, okay. so I wasn't paying nearly as close attention to that. I should have looked it up before, but yeah. gosh, it's so hard to like type, you know, IML <laughs> into you know, Google and actually get the real thing. But uh, alas, okay. Yeah. I thought I heard it, but I don't know the source, so I don't know. But I can understand. Um, okay, um, but yeah, no, I can understand not even doing them this year because you know you don't know. It's uncertain. What happens if yeah. you were going to go for it and had everything planned, and then the week before there's another spike, and suddenly. The city break says nope, no gatherings. It's like oh, because I know of a physics um, colloquium that happened and was supposed to happen in Denver before everything got shot down. But they, on their own, pulled the plug. Said no, this is too dangerous. People from all over the world coming for this weekend. They did it two days before, so people Ooh. were already here coming Ooh. from other countries, and some people were already here. And I was like, that's not the greatest timing. Um, but no, yeah, yeah not so great. Yeah, they wouldn't want to have that happen. Um, they wouldn't want, you know, so much of their community is so aware of, you know, disease, you know, infections and illness that we wouldn't want to be the, the um, you know, ground zero for another wave. Um, yeah. Also, just the uncertainty. It's like, can you pull up? And also the fairness. I mean, I feel bad for whoever won it because they get, what, half a year as the title holder? And, you know, like, hey, you're Mr. IML. Or would it be Mr. IML or just IML, International Mr. Leather? Mr. International Mr. Leather? I don't know. Um, Milm? You, um, you won IML. <laughs> yes. You have it, and there's not really anything planned, and it's going to be over soon. So it's like, oh, well, yay. Yeah. Oh. All right. Anyway, um, expert portion, I'm on a couple of fisting groups, and on one of them, Somebody posted and said, hey, I've been uh, using larger and larger toys on myself. Uh, I am ready to, I think I'm ready to have my fuck buddy try to fist me for the very first time. Do you guys have any tips and tricks? Um, so I rattled off on there um, top 10 tips for first time fisting and I thought I should share it with everyone. And since writing that, uh, I've come up with an 11th tip um, that I'll include. So I've got it here on my phone. Uh, I'll just go through the list with a few extra details. Number one, be sober, please. Yeah. Uh, no, no alcohol, no weed, nothing harder. Maybe a, a few hits of poppers, but... Yeah, you really need to be aware of what your body is saying to you. And, you know, you probably want to remember everything in full detail uh, when you're done. So, yeah, sobriety, it's a good thing. Well, because, all, yeah, there's all these new sensations you probably really haven't experienced. You probably want to be kind of on top of what's going on in there. Like, oh, wait, hey, something's not happening. And if you're a little deadened because you've got some chemicals in you, that, yeah, it's it's you kind of want to be aware i think at least until you know more of what how things react down there right and you know not just the bottom but the top too uh, especially you know the the way it was phrased it seemed like the the top would you know it didn't say how much experience uh the top had um, and so yeah a, another general tip it helps if it's not the first time for both of you at the same time yeah <laughs> Uh, the other thing. I always felt bad for like, you know, yeah, it's like, how many first times are with other first timers? And it's like, oh God, it's like, why? Why why is that like considered like, you know, the way they go about these things? It's like, oh. Yeah, no. It, yeah. Um, number two, uh, deep and steady breathing will help you to naturally relax. Um, fisting, you know, you kind of have to end up in a meditative state. So, uh, Focusing on your breathing and yeah, deep, full breaths will help just everything just 
ease and relax. And, uh, um, number three, be confident about your clean out. Um, but again, you're going to have a, a lot of thoughts running through your head and fisting is, you know, 80% mental and 80% physical. So having that confidence in your clean out means that you have one less worry in your head and you're able to relax much better. Uh, number four, have a full prostate and an empty bladder. If you've already come that day, you're, it's not conducive to fisting and these extreme experiences. You want that horniness. And you know, being confident about your clean out, having the empty bladder means you're not worried about pissing all over yourself. Now, if you're into that, hey, more power to you, go for that. But you know, but maybe I didn't not have enough information. Time. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe not your first time. The second time you can fist and then turn into a fountain. You know, save it for, you know, don't do everything at once. Right. Rolling along with that as the bottom and even as the top, ignore your cock. Um, focus only, the focus should be on the hole. If you're playing with your dick, um, you're going to tense up a bit and you're going to put your body in a different position. So you want to be that fully splayed out um, and, you know, fully, you know, again, it's a lot of relaxation. So if you're doing, you know, playing with your dick and getting energetic like that, you know, you're going to, you're going to tense up. Uh, um, I've changed the order a bit from uh, what I posted. Okay. Um, the top's nails should be cut as short as possible and filed smooth. Um, you should be able to run the fingertips uh, across your cheek and not feel the nails at all. Um, and yeah, it should be completely smooth. Uh, if you're not able to do that, I, gloves and cotton balls in the, the uh, fingertips of the gloves will uh, help prevent that. Uh, use more lube than you think you need, and then use more than that. Use more than that. Uh, the joke is, if you don't have lube dripping off the ceiling, you haven't used enough. It takes a lot of lube, and don't be afraid to ask, either as the top or the bottom, to add more lube during the session. To, to stop for a moment and pour some more lube on, if either of you feel um, that's something that feels like you need more lube or something is sticking or pulling. Um, as far as the hand itself, the top's thumb should rest between the pointer and the pinky. It should not, it should not be in the, say, chef's kiss position. So you should have all of your fingertips and, and your thumb, you know, together at, you know, in at one point, because that makes your knuckles much wider. So you want your hand to be relaxed and basically either have your thumb sitting inside your fingers or have have your thumb sitting on the base pad of your pinky. I, lo I love how you're showing this to me on the video. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, like, okay, I mean, I mean, you're describing it, I think, well enough also, but it's like you're showing it to me and it's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I would have been showing it off if we were in person as well, just to make sure that, you know, what I'm seeing and, and what I'm showing uh, line up. Uh, once in past the knuckles, everybody should basically freeze for a full minute. Um, because, yeah, what, once you're in there, the bottom is going to be processing a whole lot of sensations and the top should not be moving um, at all. He should just let his hand rest and relax in there and the bottom will let you know uh, when he's ready for some movement. Uh, and uh, number 10 that I wrote down, don't beat yourself up if you can't do it. Uh, Keep practicing. Eventually, you'll get there. Keep working with the big toys. 
Um, and yeah, in, enjoy the journey. And one day you'll be surprised. Now, just slide right in. Um, so you had 10 points and I was mostly listening to them, but I was also distracted because I'm also doing work stuff. So I don't know if you covered this one. I don't think I heard it, but um, you know, definitely you'd have established a, you know, a safe word, or at least that whole protocol of checking in. Right. If it is too much, you have a word that is like, okay, we're, you know, you, you end it and you stop because I know a lot of people have been very, even just with getting fucked for the first time or fucked, um, sometimes it's like, okay, I want this to go super slow and kind of the bottom wants to be in control to like be able to kind of call it off whenever. And, yeah. uh, you know, as long as you have that level of trust, I mean, another reason why to probably do it with someone who has experience as a top, it's like, you know, definitely do it with someone you trust. It, yes. Yeah. Trust, trust is a big factor. I, that was not in the, the top 10 that, that I wrangled off the top of my head, but yes, trust and communication are key. Which you, yeah. Which are basically kind of background stuff. If you're going to be doing stuff, you know, with other people, it's like, and the, the 11th tip that, rolled across a, another feed of mine is, it is the top's responsibility to clean up afterwards. The, all, all, the top should clean up all of the lube, you know, that, that's on, on the bottom and on his arms. The bottom shouldn't have to do that because if done right, the bottom really can't <laughs> handle the cleanup. Uh, you know, if it was a good session, the top will have a sore arm or a tired arm, while the bottom should be like maybe everything from the waist down should be jelly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, cleanup is the top's job. Uh, and one technique of cleanup that I have seen and I have adopted myself in recent years um, is you just take a, a paper towel and just basically slap it onto the bottoms. Well, not slap, but paper towel flat on the bottoms hole. Just first thing when you're done and doing cleanup, just paper towel, just put it right on the hole. And the extra lube will leave it there. You know, it'll stick there and it'll gently pull some stuff up. And you can use, once that's, there, the top then has the opportunity to grab another paper towel and clean his hand. And from there, you work on getting everything else cleaned up. And you're going to need to help the bottom out of the sling or up from the bed because, um, again, they're jelly and okay, aftercare. Please hold that bottom while they slowly come back from orbiting Neptune. Make sure that they're fully there. You know, be ready to, you know, run and grab water um, or whatever the bottom needs until they are 100% certain that they are fully back to normal. Um, and that, you know, again, it may take a while. Yeah, I mean, yeah, after after every any scene, especially a, a first-time scene, yeah, aftercare would be a major thing. Those were the short tips off the, the top of my head. Um, listeners, uh, if you have any uh, fisting tips you want to share with the rest of the audience, please write in, tweet, and we'll share them on a future show. Yes, please tell us how you follow those directions and things went horribly wrong so we can... <laughs> what? Could happen. <laughs> can't, can't plan every contingency. True. But, you know, and I know people who have said that they, they've been using this, you know, extra time at home to do their home and, and use larger toys. And yeah, some, now that restrictions are starting to lift, some people may be experiencing the fist for the first time. Love to hear about it. Um, hell, I, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to be the, the first hand in you. And yeah, it, it's not a contest, it's not a race. It, it's an experience and a journey to enjoy. Yeah, and you want to make that first experience as, you know, as pleasurable as possible because, you know, 
there's been so many things I'm sure like, you know, your first time wasn't the greatest and it's like, Oh, that's not my thing. It's like, no, it might've been. It just, you know, yeah. Just they got a little bit slower or maybe not as much. Yeah. Go slow. And yeah, all, all those wonderful things. All right. Uh, crafting. I've been, um, doing a lot of cooking. Um, and I, I finally got a sourdough loaf to work out. I fi finally got to rice. The first time I tried to do sourdough, um, it made matzo look puffy. Uh, it, it was flat. Uh, so I started the starter again. Um, and yeah, I, I got a good um, puff up in the oven tasted pl plenty sour and yes very happy with that and yeah very 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 happy that i've got sourdough that works and i've got a starter that i can use and i've got um a ratio and a formula that works for a sourdough loaf mm -hmm. um, so yay yay i mean yeah it's so many people's bread uh you know Odysseys have really evolved in, during this time. So it's like <laughs> bread was a big thing that people did. Yeah. And yeah, I would I learn how to make sourdough bread and overthrow God. Yeah. Right. Sound, sounds good. But um, I, I think what I'm going to be doing a, as things start heating up is I will mix things up and let it rise overnight in the fridge and then bake it first thing in the morning before that, before the apartment heats up. Ooh, yeah. Um, <laughs> from, from the heat of the day. And yeah, that was something I saw on Facebook was uh, during the time we had the really hot weather last week, the week before, when we just had those spate of days, a friend posted on Facebook is like, why did I pick today to make roast vegetables? Yeah. And yeah, Far Fargo has been working on his garden um, which is, a, it, it's a potted plants on concrete, but it, it's looking really, really good. Um, perhaps uh, he will share some photos of it in the Facebook group. He, he shared photos of it on his wall. And yeah. Yeah, he has quite the green thumb, um, except for one time when the his greyhound got at the pot and oh, decided she needed to dig. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, he was very diligent at that too. It's like there's lots of destruction. Um, my only yeah. guy landscaping has been mowing the lawn every week because we've been having sun and rain and like that goddamn grass keeps growing. And it's like I'm looking forward to August when it all dries up and you basically <laughs> only have a few sparse weeds every six weeks. See, that, that's why I like apartment living. And you know, if I did buy a place, it would be a condo. So that mm -hmm. I'm like, I'll let other people deal with it. I. All, all as as far as my own gardening, I wish I had just a, a little bit of space so I could have a potted tomato. Just you know, because garden-grown tomatoes. Oh, yeah. My um, my coworker has a condo, and yeah, I mean, there's this pathway that goes between the buildings that were like paving stones, but they've been mostly overgrown. So you'd have like a baseball size patch of stone, but the stone itself is actually, you know, the size of a pizza, you know, large pizza. And so he took it on himself, like the, the landscaping crew just would just mow it and do nothing. So he was actually spending time edging those and getting the, you know, the grass off it to expose the paving stones again. And, you know, as condo people are, the elderly lady next door was out there and looking. I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he's like, I'm exposing these stones so we can see them again. And she's like, oh, okay. But then watched him the entire time, just standing there, you know, overseeing to make sure that he was doing, you know, nothing untoward with that, you know, common area. And it's like, ah, oh, yes, yeah. the joys of, you know, uh, of uh, neighborhood associations. Well, living next to the lady who feels it's her obligation to make sure no one's doing anything inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that, that's... Who was it? Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Kravitz? Yes, definitely a Mrs. Kravitz. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I, and I've actually taken to calling my phone assistant Gladys mm -hmm. because it has to know everything. <laughs> so, 
Oh, uh, crafting. Um, yes. Yeah, so the uh, volunteering I do at a retail store is about to start up again in about a week. And it's like, okay, I'm going to need to wear a mask like for hours. And I, my ears just do not deal with the strap for longer than a, you know, um, going to the grocery store. So I see these lovely things where they make those strap with two buttons on it to mm-hmm. kind of over that instead. I thought that's a perfect crochet project. You know, just a few inches long, few, you know, inch or so wide. It's like, I can pull that off with crochet pretty easily. I've not done it yet, but that's in the cards, you know, so a couple buttons on and we'll see. Yeah. So I've, I've uh, also seen ones where you uh, attach buttons to the arms of your glasses mm-hmm. uh, with small rubber bands. Um, so there's that. Work provided us with big, effectively big tubes of microfiber cloth that, mm-hmm. that can be a, you know, as a scarf or, or a balaclava oh. or, or whatever. And, and so I, I've just folded that over a couple times to get the appropriate thickness. And then it's stretchy enough that it just holds on to the face without putting any extra pressure on the ears. Oh, okay. It, it does put a bit of pressure on my nose, though, which is uncomfortable. But uh, you deal with that. Cool. So, yeah, so maybe some crafting in the future. Good thing I took that crochet class when I did. Yeah. I'm not Fargo. I'm not making Afghans yet, but hey. Yet. Yes. Perhaps, perhaps one day as it cools off. But a couple things. The interesting with Zoom is you do have a chat room. And, yes, we do have um, that IML has been canceled for this year. Someone went on uh, to due diligence and checked their uh, their website and found out that is a thing. So uh, yes, thank you for that. Yes, I, I feel like other I feel like other podcasts now where they have someone checking the chat room. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, um, and saying or orbiting Neptune. Why did you not say orbiting Uranus? Really? Yeah. <laughs> but there's one thing I've been meaning to mention a few of these since we started doing this by Zoom. The pandemic has really shown things to me that I don't like about myself. And that's one thing I'm going to have to deal with because uh, when masks became a thing, well, when their masks were on the horizon, uh, people weren't required yet because there was still the shortage. We mm-hmm. had a few at work and I asked to take one because it's like, uh, it's a good idea. And I threw it in my lunchbox and forgot about it for several days. And then I went to wear it to the grocery store. And while I'm shopping, it's like, there's this nasty sour milk smell. And I'm like, ah, oh, shoot. It's like, did I not rinse out the yogurt cup? What did I have in my bag that this thing has been sitting in for days? Ooh. And I'm like, oh, And so I got home. I got to the car, hung it up, and, you know, and then the next time I used it was days later at the post office. Put it on. I'm like, oh, no smell. It baked out. Very nice. I'm walking to my car. I'm like, there's the smell again. Wait. Smelling through my nose, nothing. Open my mouth and breathe out. Oh, God. My breath, my breath was horrible. Oh. Sour milk, kind of nastiness. I'm like, oh shit, I've never noticed this. How many guys have I made out with who had to put up with this? How many friends have smelled this? So it's like, oh, all those times people have offered me mints. I thought they were being nice, which they were. They're trying to cure a problem without, and I'm like, so what, hey, people out there, someone offers you a mint, take it. Doesn't matter. That they're, they're saying something, they're trying to be nice. And don't make the joke of, oh, my breath. Yeah, it is your breath. It's no joke. No one offers a mint without it being needed. Um, at least that's my takeaway from this. And it's like, whoops. Um, you know, now due diligence, uh, more frequent flossing and lots more rinsing with stuff, you know, you know, uh, the mouthwashes and all that definitely every night. And, you know, doesn't hurt in the morning too. And, uh, when you brush your teeth, making sure you do a thorough job on the back teeth and the tongue, which is super gaggy, but that helps. Um, yeah, it, it's it's better now. And also, you know, I carry mints with me. Um, and, and the modern age, the modern version of snuff, which are those little Listerine strips you put on your tongue, <laughs> they melt. Ow, that that does it. But um, no, I, I realized it's like, yeah, this is something I didn't know about myself, and whoops. So and, so now I do. And. Uh, I, I know that I should, once uh, the restrictions are lifted, uh, get a professional dental cleaning because I haven't had one of those in 
a lot more than six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. And I also have definitely a couple teeth that uh, one, a crown fell off. So that's not good. And a wisdom tooth that's been, uh, well, let's just say it's been being extracted on its own as it shatters and shards come out, you know, every so often. So it's like, that can't be good. No, not so much. Um, so, yeah, things are opening up again. Um, a lot of the bars are advertising that, hey, you know, we're, we're going to be open for game night. And, of course, you know, uh, Creek Ridge is open. I'll, I'll be there next weekend. Uh -huh. um, hoping to get um, a ton of guys, a literal ton of guys to sit on my face. Yeah. Um, maybe even two. That, that'd be nice. Um, I'm still not sure about first Friday for wow. July. Uh, if only because the first Friday in July is July 3rd, mm. um, which always makes life interesting. Um, so we'll see about first Friday as it gets closer. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to say it might happen on July 3rd, um, or it might go back to August. And uh, uh, sorry, uh, d distracted by the, the pretty. Um, on the yes, for, for those who are not part of this audience, uh, someone <laughs> is cooking and has shown us the, 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 the end results and it looks crunchy and tasty. Uh, yeah, look, looks, looks fattening and delicious. Um, As food should be. Yes. So, uh, yeah, um, yes. yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, the bar Esquire, which is kind of uh, my the last bar I was to, and kind of my bar of choice. Uh, yeah, it's it will be interesting going back, and I kind of looking forward to um, being able to go with things I don't you know with limited people going in. Uh, like there's a store that I quite miss uh, that finally reopened, and you know they have a limit of so many people, and you wear a mask, and but you know worthwhile. It's like I don't go in there to browse. I know what I want, and went in there and got my stuff and got out and dropped some money, which I'm hopefully keeps them going. But, um, you know, I, I kind of appreciated it being available, but mm -hmm. again, having to lounge and just touch everything. No, I, I don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm thinking, you know, first time at Esquire, I'll probably be wearing my, my polyester mask and figure out a way to slip the straw in underneath it. Okay. I have a really cute, uh, cute uh, pup kerchief that's neoprene, well-ish, but you know, just Velcros, and it's just a cute little kerchief that goes over the face and has all these puppies on it. And you know, you can fit a, you know, you can fit a drink underneath it. So kind of bandit-style mask. So, and, and who doesn't love puppies on their face? And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryphone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryphone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Aux, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet, Tours of Paris, Gage, Linoleum Night, and Off the Cuffs. We have a Patreon, a Facebook, and a Twitter. Check us out in all those places. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sir Kane. And Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.